1: From doing some things that are not of earnest
0: report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today.
1: Let us pray. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you that your word is anointed to bless us. Give us the heart to understand your word and be impacted with your word. In Jesus' name, say a big amen. Second Peter chapter 3. Verse number 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But it is but it's long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Praise the Lord. We are considering the wisdom of ministry, part 3. The Wisdom of Ministry, Part 3. Why must we do ministry? What is the wisdom behind a child of God birthing their ministry? So, in the past two days, we have been considering some basic principles in ministry. And last night, we considered some reasons why we must do ministry. We considered five of them. And in this session, we are going to consider at least four more reasons why we must do ministry. Tell somebody you must do ministry. And number one tonight, why we must do ministry is that ministry is the fundamental way God saves perishing men and women on earth. Reasons why we must do ministry. Number one, ministry is the fundamental way God saves perishing men and women on earth. The scripture we read in 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse number 9 says that the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. As some men count slackness, but it's long-suffering to us what? Not willing that any should perish. So here we see the will of God is that no one should perish. That is why God is long-suffering. It's not like he is slow. And I know that for many of us, when we see wicked people, occult people, fake prophets, we wonder why God will not crush them like in the Old Testament. And so sometimes, we as humans, we count it slack. Is that also? But you can imagine if God killed someone like Brother Saul, who became Apostle Saul, for killing the church, I mean, what would have happened? Most of the epistles we have, possibly, wouldn't have been dead. But when God is not crushing such men in our humanness, we feel like God is slack. I say, you know, it's it's like I mean, all these people doing fake, fake things and bringing disgrace to their ministry. Why wouldn't God just bend them down, you know, one time? But so we feel like God is slack. But God is not slack. On the other hand, Bible says that, but it's long suffering. It's what. Towards us, to us, what means that God is long suffering towards us. That is to say that God will give even wicked men all the time and all the opportunity to exploit their wickedness and to see all that wickedness possibly can offer them. And God is willing to be smed. God is willing to be insulted. God is willing for anything conceivable under the sun, men could conceive. God is willing to go through that shame, to endure such men. And in doing so, his will and intent is that none should perish. None should what? Willing that none should perish. So, to God, he will go to every extent to save the sinner. And none should pray. But that all should come to repentance. So God wants all men to come to repentance. So this is his will. But the will of God needs a machinery for it to be executed. A ministry becomes the legs and the hands of God for his will to be executed or to be fulfilled on the face of the earth and so in God saving men who are meant to be in hell he employs men or he saves men and asks those men to go and save the ones who are yet to perish or who are about to perish if you are here say I'm here and the process of doing that is called ministry it's called what? Soul winning is a ministry. That's why he said, go ye into all the world. Go ye and preach. So, when you say God will save somebody, someone must be doing ministry. Someone must be doing what? Paul told Timothy, he said that, Timothy, you are my son. I want you to do the work of an evangelist. Because the work of an evangelist saves souls, saves lives that are on their way to hell. In Romans chapter 10, we will see verse 14 and 15. We will see how God saves men. Romans chapter 10, 14 and 15. It says that, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Ask somebody, (laughs) how shall they hear without a preacher? Now, first of all, he's saying that they cannot call on him in whom they have not believed. So, you say people should pray to God and all of that. If they, they don't believe him, they can't call on him. Then he said that, and how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? So, they have to hear to believe. They have to what? People have to hear about Jesus to believe Jesus. About his saving power to believe him. Many people are not saved because they have heard about Coca-Cola. They have not heard about Jesus. I'm telling you, Coke is more popular than Jesus.
2: (laughs) A soft drink. It's
1: more popular. You go to some places, some territories, and you say, Jesus, they will ask you, who is he? But they no
2: cook. Why? Because
1: it's impossible for people to believe when they have no head. A ministry is, first of all, an advertisement of what the saving power of Jesus Christ can do for humanity. So when we are not in ministry, we are not advertising Jesus to a perishing world. And when that advertisement is not going on, the, his product of salvation cannot be purchased. If I thought it to be purchased maybe from his sovereign will, it will just be a few people. But for the masses to be saved, there must be some people making them here. Because some people in this nation know about fetish priests more than Jesus. And it's just because the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are what? Tell somebody, God is calling you tonight into ministry. So he said that they cannot be saved until they cannot believe until they hear. Then he says that, and how shall they hear without a preacher? So the primary way people hear about Jesus and his saving power is through a preacher. It's through a minister. It's when we do ministry. When we take upon ourselves that look, he has already called us by saving us. And so we must be preachers. We must be what? Every child of God is called. Every child of God is a preacher, must be a preacher. Every child of God must do ministry. Without preaching, without doing ministry, people will not hear about Jesus Christ. And for so many of us, we are born again, but we never speak about our faith to people. Whenever. And the ministry, working for the Lord in the church, in the kingdom, is the primary way people will be saved. Then verse number 15 says something. Watch this. And how shall they preach? Except they be what? Sent. How shall they preach? Except they be sent. So tonight, after the preaching, I will send you. In fact, before the preaching ends, you are already sent. I've sent you. I've sent you. And it's one of the things I'm going to teach. You know, because a lot of people have an idea. There are myths people have. But Jesus called us, ordained us, and sent us even before we were born. So he says, how shall they preach except they be sent? Let's look at the scripture. And then as it is written, how beautiful at the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things praise the lord so people get saved when preachers go when we do ministry that's when people get saved so ministry is the fundamental way god saves people here on earth he saves Perishing men and women here on earth, and I'm praying that you and I shall become the vehicles through which the Lord will save perishing men on the face of the earth. Shall they be gay? Amen. amen. Number two, ministry is a sign of spiritual growth and maturity for the believer. Are you making your note? Ministry is a sign of spiritual growth and maturity for the believer. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 and 13.
2: It says that for when, for the time
1: ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and i become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat and uh, the verse 13 is is the blast for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he's a babe is what please ask somebody are you a baby Oh, you are not a baby. And tell them, you are either a baby or not a baby. <laughs> Ministry is a sign of spiritual growth and maturity for the believer. The truth of the matter is that when we become born again, we are babies, we desire the sincere milk of the word. So, like every baby, the mother has to be breastfeeding the baby and all of that. But there is a time where the mother wins the baby from breastfeeding. True or false? That's why you don't see, like my wife, we've got three children. By now, if, if, that's how some of you are behaving, Shekinah will be here, Francis will be here, Bula will be here, and as if she is listening to preaching the, at nine years, Shekinah will be sucking. Six years, Francis will be sucking and Billat will be sucking. That is, this is a continuous sucking of the milk. Never ending sucking of milk. Dependent forever. Everlasting suckers. Hey. And if that were so, the breast will finish. Because, you know, there is a time that the body itself stops the milk from flowing. Two of us, talk to me now. Talk to me now. Come on now. Are you here? So, it's the same way for us. That when we become born again as babies, we are, we are dependent on the milk for our immune system to develop, to build our faith, our basic faith. Working with the Lord. We are dependent on pastors. Dependent on our leaders. Our cell leaders. Who will be teaching us gradually. And all of that because we are babies. We are newborn babies. We rely on milk. But after a while. The body says no more milk. Some mothers breastfeed their children. past. One year, some self two years. And so, so you see that the child is eh, it's normal. Two is still normal. Four years in our moon. So you see that, okay, past the required number of years that somebody can medically breastfeed., yeah, some mothers are overindulging. So you see that the kid will be playing with the breast. Even though there is no milk flowing in the breast, the mother will be there, the kid will come and pick the breast and start choking with the breast. You're just sucking the breast. Joking with an important breast. Yeah. Some people have all manner of style and skills, but i can't be talking about them here because you see that for some mothers, even though they know that no milk is flowing in the breast for the child, they allow the child to play with their breast and and suck their breast because sometimes they are they are they, they, the disturbance of the child is too much for them, and they are not ready for it. So when, once you have the breast, I have my peace. It's a lazy way of raising a child. So to hold their peace and then all oh, crying, and I don't like that. Nah, 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 take the breast. But I refuse to be that kind of a pastor to you. It's like, I'm afraid you get missing, I'm afraid you misbehave and all of that, so I, every time receive it, one, receive it, two, receive it three.
2: That is milk. Oh. The receive receive is milk. It's good, but it's milk
1: but if I'm a good pastor and I'm a good parent, I should teach you how to chew meat. Can you imagine somebody who is 14 years and still relying on breast milk? How would your bones develop? Breast milk is for, it's, it's for elementary period. Are you following now? Uh, follow me now. You are too excited. <laughs>
2: You like the subject matter pa
1: Somebody said the men like it Why are you opening your ma- your hand like that Who likes what they have
2: Hey It's nice
1: Am I preaching Some people have not gone past breastfeeding. Drinking milk. But he says that, watch it. Verse 12. He says that, For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And have become such as have need of milk. So people who always want to be taught but are not willing to graduate to become teachers are milk suckers. And they are not strong so they can't choose strong meat. So those people you can preach a message and they will leave the church. Because they want a message that will help their emotions. Sometimes their weakness. Hey. You want me to preach that if you are sleeping with someone's husband, you know, it is still grace at work. No, but I will preach that, my friend. Even though grace is not absent, run away for your life. Stop that nonsense. And when you are not doing ministry, it's easier to walk in sin. It's easier to walk in error. There's too much on my head. I can't be following nonsense. But people who don't want to grow. Don't you see how delinquent they are? There are people who are here. They always want to. They say, me, I will travel abroad. They don't do anything here. Yeah, they are fully dependent on, on chance. So when you become born again, there is that milk period where you are taught. 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 Do you know that every teacher was once a student? Every lecturer was once a student. Spiritually, it's the same. You are taught, you are taught, and now you must begin to teach. So, a student is not matured, because he's being taught. When a student becomes matured, in fact, first degree is not allowed for teaching in proper tertiary. It used to be masters, at least they know you are a master or something. Then now, it has gone to PhD. That you really, really have mastered something. So that says that you are now mature. So to be sitting, to be taught every day without you having the capacity to teach, do ministry, is a sign that you have not grown. You have not matured. Hey!
2: That is why I want you to ask somebody are you still a baby or are you an adult in the in the Lord? Do
1: you know that there are children who have refuse whose system refuse to develop to the age they have attained? Yeah, so there are children. Some are autistic. There are children who are, say, 15 years, but they behave like
2: four-year-olds. It's a
1: developmental deficiency challenge. In church, there are many believers like that. You have been 10 years in Christ, but you function like a one-month baby. So, when you don't embrace ministry, we don't know your level of maturity. Because you are always catered for. And how do you know you are not mature? Because you are always thinking about yourself. Don't you see a baby? Give me a toffee. <laughs> Mommy, give me this. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Just before I came, one of my daughter came to me. The, the first one came to me. He said, can I have the Fanta in the fridge? I asked her, have you eaten? He said, yes. I said, I'm preparing. Children always think about it. She doesn't even you know that is preparing to go and preach. She wants Fanta.
2: It's a sign of selfishness. Not to grow. To do
1: ministry. It's, it's, and selfishness is seated in your inability to develop. To mature, to the level Christ you to mature, on time. When for the time, when for the time, when for the time. Th- I mean, when Bible is stressing on one thing twice, when is a word for time. Then he now mentions when for the time. Abba. Listen, there is a time God expects you and I to do ministry beyond our needs. Yeah, beyond pray for me, beyond uh, I, I'm I'm coming to church, church is nice. There's a time where you contribute to the niceness of the church. You contribute to someone building their faith. That's why doing ministry is a sign of growth and maturity for the believer, spiritual maturity. Yeah, you might be climbing your academic ladder, career ladder, and you are still not spiritually mature. Because when you are doing ministry, you will pray for your souls. Your prayer will be beyond yourself. Not me, my my pocket, my this. You pray for your souls. You will pray for your church. You will pray for what you are going to do, the programs you are going to do. You will pray that souls will be established. You will pray that the work you are doing in the house of the you will pray to come and sing. You Are you following this? Thing? Is God talking to somebody? That's how you mature. When there is no divine agenda on your shoulder to execute, you don't grow.
2: So he says
1: that anyone taking milk, taking milk, taking milk, that person is like a baby. May you never be a baby in Jesus name. So when you are in church, you must be part of the ministry. You must find a department to to join. You must be winning souls. You must be going out there. You must be bringing people into the kingdom. You must be doing something. Be the legs and hand of Jesus. It's a sign of your maturity. So when you come to the church and you say that, oh, from my former church um, that I attended, there was so much confusion. There I was so hurt. I was so offended. So here, no, I don't want to get involved. I don't want. It is a sign that your development is challenged. And you will know that you are in the spirit. Because saying I was offended then and blah 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 and the reason why I wouldn't do anything now is a sign that your spirituality has not grown beyond your emotions. And anybody who is totally driven by emotions has no direction in life. Has not grown because adult or mature people have a way of deciphering between what their emotions are telling them, what their spirit is telling them, and what the environment is telling them. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. (laughs) If you are matured, you know that, for instance, your erection does not determine your direction. (laughs) Because there are many things I say with good English you don't understand. So I will say that one. That will make you understand. If you are mature, you know that how you feel must not determine how you act all the time. The same with ministry. Anybody driven by emotion. So I don't want to. No, no, no. The choir is too much. I don't want to get closer to the pastors. Because you got closer to some pastors and they messed up. So every pastor is the same. So no, 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 no. You call them, no. Once you start coming closer, they start going back. But if you have to be spiritually matured, then you must be in ministry. Do you know that responsibility has a way of making you mature?
2: When you are not married,
1: you just go anywhere, everywhere, do anything. But, but, But once you marry, you draw the lines. True or false.
2: When you don't have a job, you can idle about.
1: But once you have a task to fulfill, you must partition your mind. Compartmentalize your actions and, and prioritize what you do this time, that time, that time, that time. Why? Because responsibility is laid on you. So you function maturely. And sometimes it doesn't, it has nothing to do with your age. That's why you have, so many of you are older than the CEO of Facebook. Yeah. Just about 30 or maybe around, around 32. Yeah. But he's having, he's the CEO of an international organization. The, the largest social media on the face of the earth. And he's a young man. But the responsibility laid on him has made him mature by force. When you don't enter into ministry, embrace a ministry, you live your life anyhow. You talk anyhow. But if that boy, Mark Zuckerberg, speaks, CNN will pick. So even when he's having casual conversation, he thinks about it. Because he doesn't know who he's recording. Then they will go and play it and he'll be in trouble and all that. The reason why you are in church and you talk by heart. Where I come from? They say you talk by height. <laughs> you act anyhow. Speak anyhow. You don't care what somebody thinks. You just treat people so you don't. And all of that. You eye people sometimes. It's because you are not in the ministry. <laughs> Three, is the Arabic word. <laughs> for working on people. Yeah.
2: It sounds like a Chinese as well.
1: Most people who have nothing to do with soul winning, following up souls and all of that, they don't care what they say to people in the church. Because you don't know the pain people go through to get people to come to church. You have no idea. So when you are dealing with people in your mind, oh, what is it? As you are doing what is it in your mind, that has become a major job for somebody who is following up on that soul. They will go and say, Mumfar, sorry. (laughs) And it is if you have a ministry mentality and you are maturing along the, the channels of ministry, when you are talking to anyone, look at Jesus. Because he came here for ministry, whether he was talking to a prostitute, whether he was talking to a thief, whether he was talking to someone accusing him, he always had his eyes on the ministry. That's why they slap him. He won't talk because he want to save some at all cost. As for you, because you are not mature, <laughs> Look at somebody say, "Hey, you scare me, Papa." Especially because you are not in the ministry. You are, I am afraid of you. Tell somebody. <laughs> Very dangerous.
2: People who are not in the ministry. They don't care.
1: Yeah. And there are many people who can be hanging around as if they are in the ministry but they are thieves. Yeah. Like Judas. Judas is a thief, but he's hanging around as a disciple, but he's a thief. Uh, His interest is in what is inside the bag. So when somebody comes to break the perfume at the feet of Jesus and is doing ministry, Judas has a problem with it. Because even though he's hanging around the ministry and all of that, he's a thief. And whether in the Old Testament or in the New Testament, thieves have always hung around ministry. May you not be that thief yeah.
2: In this church we are free,
1: freebie Charlie, flow with us what e Because your mama sorry Ankara say ya da beer babe in kabo ya bono Unsan ko bua mu kasapa O mu bua na atu o mu enti ye nyaan bu na ya ba sori a kasa n de but the into the and So giant cassa men a cassado. Allow us talking with Christ is better than talking without Christ and alcohol talking through you. Tell somebody, being in the ministry, doing ministry. It's a sign of your spiritual growth and your spiritual maturity and please ask them again are you mature are you growing tell them if you are growing you won't find problems doing ministry winning souls serving in the church and doing kingdom work clap your hands and bless the lord right can i push this thing number three (laughs) number three ministry is god's main business for his children on earth ministry is god's main business for his children on earth luke chapter 2 verse 49 let's read it together in luke chapter 2 verse 49 The Bible is clear, it said, and he said unto them, how is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? Tell somebody, God our father is a businessman. And his business is soul winning. And kingdom work. Jesus said, why are you looking for me? I must be at my father's business. So God is a businessman. If God is your father, you have to understand that your father is not a philanthropist. Your father in heaven is a businessman. And the business of God is the ministry. Praise the Lord. Is what? The ministry, that's why ministry is God's main business for his children on earth. So in Acts chapter 6 verse 3, if you understand that God is a business, say, wherefore brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. And the business they were talking about at that point in time was seven tables. Seven people. Tell somebody, ministry is God's business. Seven tables. Doing follow-up. The apostle said that, as for us, we are going to commit ourselves to the ministry of the word. And to what? Prayer. But the other side of the ministry... That was important was seven tables because without the serving of tables there was confusion in the church. Verse 1 and 2 talks about the women from different connections fighting one another because their supplies were not coming. So you can imagine sometimes somebody doesn't do a follow up. My job is to concentrate on the word and prayer. Two of us Then the people we have around, the seven men full of the spirit, wise, who are doing ministry, they are also, their job is now not to fight me on the pulpit, but to focus on seven tables. That is an usher. That is a chorister. Are you here at all? That's a protocol officer, a finance officer. Then when we have done all these things, this is in-house, we go out there. They broke bread from house to house. We go out there, we do follow up, that is serving table. Because if somebody is at the hospital, that is not my job to go there. My job is to pray and bind the spirit of death. You go there and give them warmth. Give them comfort as a child of God, as a member of the family. Visit them so that they will feel like we too will love them. So that they don't leave the If the pastor is the one doing the visitation. If the pastor is the one doing the follow up. Somebody doesn't come to church. He either calls or goes there to look for the person. What time will he have? To study the word. To show himself approved as a workman. Who needs not to be ashamed. The pastor will be put to shame. If he starts serving tables. That are meant to be served. By men full of the spirit and of wisdom. So the wisdom of ministry is for you, the congregant member, to start serving tables. It's ministry. And that one too is God's word. Business. Is it nice? It's nice. Your face is nice, but you are not in business. You have academic accolades, but you are not in business with the Lord. Yeah. You just you have become a a pure woman. You are not in business. You can be busy around. We see you all the time, but you are not in business. Business is not equal to business. Yeah. So now you can be busy here and there, but there's no profitability in your business. Because you are not adding any profitable gain to what we are doing. Ministry is what makes you profitable to the kingdom. And if God is a businessman, he says that any branch in me that does not bear fruit, I will cut it. John chapter 15 verse 2. So your business is God's business here on earth. That is ministry. Now ye are clean. Through the word which I have spoken unto you. Verse number... Let me check and give you the verse. John 15. Verse number. Give me verse number 8 as well. Herein is my father glorified. That ye bear much fruit. So that. So shall ye be what? My disciples. So for believers. Our business is God's business. And if you don't bear much fruit. He said I will cut you. I will what? I will cut to you. Now let me tell you, when God started the world, he was a creator in Genesis, and God created. Very comfortable. No devil in the equation. But when man fell, devil came into the equation, God became a businessman. And his business was in in competition with the business of the devil. Saving the souls of men Satan wants to capture. So God and Satan, they are after the same market. And Satan has employed his marketers. And God says that his own laborers, they are few. So we can be in church like that.
2: Not everyone is a laborer. <laughs> Ayeshi.
1: Ask somebody: Are you a labourer? Have you enlisted? Are you in business for the Lord? When you are not in business, you see people who are not in business. Eh? When they have an opportunity to go near business, they scatter it. It's like a CEO's wife who doesn't know how people struggle to bring in the money. She's always buying new bag. I want vacation. I was on Facebook and I saw my classmate. She just released a new uh, Range Rover. And, and, people, and her lives were increasing. You need to change my car for me. What a stupid wife.
2: Because you are not in business. You have become a blow woman. When you are in business, People who are in business, when they are spending their tinko, our business is a ministry. So we are here.
1: Seven tables. Going out there, winning people. This church must quadruple. In one month. How does that happen? If you're able to win one show one week, we are four times this number. So easy, but what do we see? You rather win client for Zenith Bank, I'm preaching, oh, you know. and some insurance company than to be in business for the Lord Jesus Christ. So difficult for you. You wake up early in the morning, you are running. You are going, you are going, you are going. You, go, you know your target. But in church, no. Something tells you that some people will do it. And it's a reason why you have never been in ministry. We're not, we are not here to be telling you that you are going to get a visa to travel. Over. That one is, a, is elementary. As I'm preaching, the visa is arranging in Jesus' name. Shout a louder, amen. Amen. I, I told you some time ago, the the embassy they bounce me, bounce me, bounce me. Because when I was in the university, I also thought that let me go to UK and work, like all people bugger. Ministry was not what they say. I mean, Let me also go and hustle and get some money. I'll go. They bounce me one, bounce two, bounce three, bounce a. Let me call. They bounce me in the four corners of the world. But when I completed university and I was in very serious ministry, serious ministry. Then because of the ministry now, I was not doing any secular thing. Ministry, ministry, ministry. I had a, I had a visa. I had a visa and I traveled to Europe and the program, because I, I went to do, like I told you, one guy was life imprisonment. And I spoke to the mother. I said, God is bringing your son out. She didn't believe it. She didn't know I was sent there. It is because of his child in prison. That is why I got a visa. I was not there to chase women. I was there to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. She didn't believe it. I said, by the time I come here next year, your child will be out one week before I went. They release him. Go. She killed a German white woman. In Germany. They released said Go. She said, "I'm not going." He said, "Go." He said, "I want to see my lawyer before I go." They said, "Go." He said, "I'm not going." The lawyer said, "He said they have released." It. I don't know. The presidency says you are one of the people they want to release on whatever, whatever. So go. He said, "Me?" I should go. I've learned how to do cake, catering, I said, I everything here. I thought I would be here forever. He said, "Go." <laughs> hey, what am I saying? When I wanted to go and do my own thing in Europe they bounce me. But when it was time for me to go and do ministry, the visa came to me. Yeah. If ministry, is, if God's work is what is driving you. The way will be opened. Is God talking to somebody here? Yeah. But if you are on your own, then you have to figure it out. So God's main business here on earth is what? ministry for his children. So, working in the bank is fine. But understand, you must understand part-time work and full-time business. Here on earth, your part-time work is the one that gives you income. Your full-time work is the one that gives you eternity. You are storing treasure in eternity through ministry then you are collecting money here part-time through your secular work. So don't let your part-time work take all your time and your life because there's a there's a life there. That's how I say it the way I said it. There is a life life there. Ask somebody, are you in business with God? Or you are on your own. <laughs> when you wake up, what 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 is on your mind? What comes on your mind would tell you what kind of person you are. When you see marketers as they are driving, going to where they are positioning they are weak because all her eyes are on the client. How she will look nice. To get the client to bring the cash. When you are dressing, let shows be in part of your mind. Though. You you go to the boutique when you are buying, you buy dresses as if you are a
2: prostitute. Are you a minister? Why do you buy dresses that make people slide in church?
1: The priest has a priestly garment. Yeah. Every priest has a robe. So if you are a priest for Christ. And you are in business. You know some priests they have retired. Some have resigned. Some are on leave. So you see them they are in some beach. Somewhere in Miami. They are wearing. uh, Is it bikini or bikini? B right? Bikini. They are there, they are there, they are there. <laughs> on vacation. When you are in active work, you can't be wearing anything. You know? Am I talking to somebody now? And I think I was in a court in Lagos with my friend, and one lawyer, he's a lawyer for that court, oh. didn't dress appropriately and cross from where we the audience are with familiarity to go to where the lawyers were they just say hey you stop there stop the woman lawyer hardcore where are you, where do you think you are going he said he said move from there you are not properly dressed move from there she's moving he said which team does he belong to he said he said move 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 he came and sat where we the lay people were sitting. Because she was not dressed well. When
2: you are in active service, you will see how you dress. You even think about that one.
1: Because I don't know what role your breast plays in soul winning. That your dress is revealing all your cleavage. Is it cleavage you people call it? And then you polish the thing and somebody can see the face on the breast. As you are preaching to the person, you can't even hear you are saying Jesus says. Oh, the person is looking, his lust is welling inside the guy. Kai, I get this and I want, I get this and I want, I get this and I want. My sister, if you are in business, you will check it. And I'm declaring from today, receive the heart for ministry. That amen is not coming out at all. I say receive it. Say say I've been called. Say I'm in business with the Lord. And I'm going to be a profitable businessman. That's ministry. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? That's God's main ministry. Main business. Number four. Can I push number four? No, I want to know. Genuinely, do you want me to push number four? (laughs) Number four. This is very powerful. Ministry makes God our employer apart from being a father to us. Ministry makes God our employer. Apart from him, he being a father unto us. And I know that all of us know that God is our father. Is that not so? But when you are in business, when you are in ministry, God is not only a father to you. God then becomes also your employer. So you become an employee of God. Mark chapter nine, verse thirty seven and thirty eight. And this is so important. I'm going to show you why some Christians will be poor forever. Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name, received me. And whosoever shall receive me received not me, but him that sent me. Verse thirty eight. And John answered him saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name. And he followed not us. And we forbade him because he followed not us.
2: So here, we see that God is...
1: A master, not only a father, is what a master also. It's a master. We saw one casting out devils. So a master is not a father. Even though a father can be a master at the same time. Then in Corinthians, first Corinthians fifteen: fifty-eight, it talks about something here. It says Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So, labor in the Lord is in the Bible. If you are laboring in the Lord, that makes you a worker. That makes you an employee. That makes you someone who is in business. Is God talking to somebody here. So, labor is the greatest principle for prosperity and favor on earth. If you labor, you will see prosperity, you will see favor. And ministry makes God an employer to you. That means you are in labor. You are working. And so, when that happens, the Bible says that you are, every laborer is worthy of his hire. Are we, are we on the same page? He's worthy of his hire. So, when you are not in labor with the Lord, I want to ask you what you are worthy of. Is it is it a problem of the day? Recosi bradagada bada hasa. Baran de lebre de gede de des. Luke chapter ten verse seven. Luke chapter ten verse seven. He said, and in the same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they give you. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. So, when you are in ministry for the Lord, you are worthy of your pay. You are worthy of your hire. The Bible is very clear that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, we know God is a rewarder. And if you are laboring, not every born-again believer is laboring for the Lord. That is why many will be poor in the church. Because for men to pay you, God must pay you first. And if you are not laboring for the Lord, you have no pay because you don't qualify for pay. Worthy of his hire. And I want to know what you are worthy of. It's ministry that makes you worthy of your hire. When you are doing something with your gift, your talent, your competences for the Lord. When you are moving, doing something for the Lord. Winning souls. Establishing people. Following our people. Doing things. And not just in church to pray, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. If God will pay you, it's not give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Listen. When you work in a sane environment, you don't ask to be paid. Do you ask to be paid? They pay you. They know when to pay you. Some of you self, you have aside your pay. You have paid them because you made a trip. Some of you have got commissions. Some of you have got uh, PS profit sharing at the end of the quarter. Halfway or at the end of the year. Am I talking? Why, why are you quiet on me? Am I preaching? Why am I, do you think I'm
2: dancing here? And
1: you see that the profit sharing in companies is in levels. Your value addition to the company determines your profit you carry home. So the one that contributed little, carry small because he's worthy of small share and the one that brought in so there are some look there's a big financial institution here one guy went to cause a mess the CEO went to beg the board that they shouldn't sack the guy because the guy a client somebody will do 1% of that you are a goner you are what when you are not there we don't even miss you and when you are there we don't feel you so whether you are alive or you are dead or you are there or you are not there life goes on but there are some people when they are not around you will feel it yeah I'm telling you in this church there are some people when they don't come to church we have to think we have to we have to just be very detailed, break it down to know that they didn't show up yeah, that's people
2: <laughs> say hey Some people, when they don't show up, everybody will be
1: asking, "Where is this person? Where is that person? Why?" Because their contribution to what is happening here is massive, and that is the level everybody should come to. As such,
2: I don't. Am I preaching?
1: Recently, I spoke to someone. I said, ah, it's like, I, I was there. It just occurred to me that this person has nominated. I called the person. He said, it's been so so and so weeks. I said, wow. 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 But there are some people. We are supposed to be here 30 minutes before service. When they are not here that 30 minute, I, I said, hi, where is this person? Service has not started. Some will be missing for days and God will have to help us.
2: Ask somebody, why? why? Why are you in that category? Why?
1: <laughs> you see, in this church, eh, when some things go some way, I know some, somebody is not there. So if I cannot tie any quality something in this house to your person, you are almost becoming useless to the Lord though.
2: It's like your value is zero. Tell
1: somebody, shake them small. Say, this Friday, it's like God wants you to become valuable. (laughs) So, when you are in ministry, you are worthy of your hire. My car, I'm driving. I didn't buy it. Somebody bought it for me because of the ministry. In fact, every car I have driven was a dash. A dash. Now, remember part of a bicycle in my Kotoka? Ha! Don't try this, you know. <laughs> hey! Please, note this. We can be celebrating the Father. I'm a son of God, I'm a child of God, I'm no longer a slave. Being a son or a daughter is not the end of the matter because the rights and privileges of children are different from that of laborers or employees. I hope you know that. Servants can make demands. Employees can make demands based on contracts agreed and can even seal on Poor conditions of service. True of us. Sons do not have the power to sue their fathers on inheritance issues. Your father wrote a will, didn't add you. Can you sue him? But you can sue when your gratuity is not given you, when your pension is not paid you. True of us. Your demand in the spirit is zero. When you remain just as a son or a daughter. Because at a certain level, you cannot even lay claim on anything. Your father decided that you won't have the inheritance. Can you sue a man for having his own inheritance and not giving it to you? Go and look for your own. So he said, I'm suing my father because he has four houses. And he decided that he won't give me one. Which court will listen to you?
2: but a servant can
1: take a company to court and say, look, i worked here and so, so, and so. I am worthy of A, B, C, D. Am I talking to somebody? And I have not been given. That's why when you are in ministry and you are barren, you can face God. Look, I can't be doing ministry and I'm not bearing fruit from this, my womb. After bringing how many souls? You need to pay my SNIT. You need to pay my... That is why you can... Real companies, proper companies, they have medical insurance. They take care for their... uh, They take care of their uh, employees. They have medical whatever with hospitals. Am I talking... Clothing allowance... That is why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Don't be looking for food. Don't be looking for what to wear. Don't be looking for the shelter. Because these things your father knows you have need of. If you are seeking the kingdom, if you are working for the kingdom, shelter is secured. I mean, I'm telling you. That's why he said, director, in your contract, did they not give you uh, um, um, an official apartment in the contract? So, uh, whether you choose to stay there or not, uh, they have given you. So, if you are staying in your own place, don't they give you the money? Yes, ma'am. Even the contract, even garden boy is paid. Is he not paid? Yes. Security. Entertainment. It's inside the contract. Tell somebody, it's inside. <laughs> when you work for God, he pays you. Yes. And I cause you know. <laughs> When you have allowance for entertainment, oh, there will be party. Now we we'll swap a party, party So when you see her partying and you too you want to party, know that her own it has been paid for.
2: So think of oh,
1: a ministry. So so somebody like me. Some things I can go and face God. I say, look, I've been faithful. <laughs> I've been faithful. I've been faithful.
2: Why is this thing happening? This must not happen. But you, if you are not in the
1: ministry, all you are is that you are a son. All you are is that I'm a daughter. Ha. When you are a son and a daughter. And you are not gainfully employed. When your family shut down. Your life has shut down. But if you are a son and a daughter. You are gainfully employed. Do you know that some fathers. Are also CEOs. And you know that the same people. Who are are a father and a CEO. Sometimes they refuse to take care of their children. But they cannot refuse to pay their employees. So that time where you pride yourself that I'm a child of God, that's why many people are poor. Many people are sick. Because listen to me, if you are just a child of God and you are not useful in the hands of God, why should He maintain your kidney? Can you tell me? What benefit is your kidney? Kidney, cry, Diana here. Is it for, ehm, uh, she'll we say, what, well, what, well, Papa? Internet preserve for Augusto charm, we are. Oh, uh, oh, and tell uh, us, so what's it? kidneys for digestion. What's up, Papa? Kidney for digestion. Who we are when you Augusto bear, we? National Science and Math Quiz. Kidney put in for digestion. Somebody say, Hey, Hey. say I'm in ministry for the Lord, say I'm working for the Lord. I can't hear you say I work for the Lord. It's powerful. (laughs) Kidney is for digestion. (laughs) Now, do know? in list the crowd wonder so for a gasco Whoa. Hi,
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you are an employee for the lord conditions of service Conditions of service. You have negotiable abilities. In the spirit. Yeah. Your security. Your prosperity. As an employee. It's sure. And when you are not in ministry. All you can say is God is my father. Ministry. Do something for the
1: Lord. Not just the fact that. I'm a father. I'm I'm a, I'm a son. I'm a daughter. Be an employee
2: as well. Look.
1: A father who has got two children and one is part of his business. He gives more portions to the one who is part of his business than the one who is just a son in the house. Two of us. The
2: one in business travels more. Enjoys many things. Because the tower business, is it. The giveables are the only ones he's entitled to. Yeah, just giveables.
1: Freebies. But the one who is working can lay claim on some things. This one must enter your heart. Some of you just have you seen a father marrying his own daughter before? That father is mad. Oh, yes. But if you are in the labor of God, then you can go to him and say, God, look, yesterday night I was talking to one of my daughters. He said, Daddy, this year I will marry. I have done ministry. He said, my pillows are full. I said, they will reduce in Jesus' name. Hi! Loyal! Hardworking! Why should he not marry? Even me, this morning when I was praying, I said, that one must marry God. The weather is not too good. And I like the way she is shepherding power. Her cell is growing. Lady pastor, doing well. I'm praying that God, you must visit her. As for you, you are just a son and a daughter of God in this house. Why must you even be on my prayer list? No. Why must you
2: be on the prayer list? The ones
1: who seek the kingdom, eh? They are the ones God pays critical attention to. If you have children, even if one is mad, it's still your child. But there are some you go extra mile to ensure that they succeed. Because those ones, they have also put themselves in a particular level. Ministry. Makes God pay particular attention to your needs. Because you are not just a child, you are also an employee and he has responsibilities beyond he being a father. Towards you. But that's what I mean, I'm in the church, I come here, I dance and I go. I dance and I go, I like the church, the music is good, the preaching is good, no. This is a spiritual place, so. It must be a place for transaction as well for the issues bordering on your destiny and if you don't understand ministry and put yourself in ministry you can be hanging around hanging around hanging around hanging around you will see things go come go come go come you say god why are you wicked to me you are just a son you are just a daughter
2: maybe you are a fan
1: So you can't lay any claim, that's why when we are praying, I receive it. No, say, no, leave this matter that we can all shout, out, I receive it. He knows the ones he's giving to.
2: Shake somebody small, say, This one has entered me. Oh.
1: Can I show you a scripture? I know you like quoting the scripture. Wow, Isaiah 54. Verse 17. I know you can quote it. You can quote it. Shall we read? No weapon that is formed against thee shall what? Prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt. Is it not powerful? Somebody say, No weapon. <laughs> Shadow of no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Wow. Every tongue that rises against me shall be condemned in judgment. It is not for everybody. Oh. Don't you see the B part? Shall we read the B part? This is the heritage of the what? Servants of the Lord. It's the heritage of which people I didn't hear you Ooh. if you are not an employee, you got it. no weapon, no way to see the weapon. You will see the weapon, no tongue. Why should God bother? This is not for everyone, it's not what I'll show you. Another scripture. Mark chapter 16. Oh, yeah, my dear <laughs> Mark 16, 15. Watch this. Mark. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Okay, this is a command. Next verse. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Next verse. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. Go on. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall what? Recover. These are the people who are in ministry. Oh. That's why they will take up serpent. They will drink poisons. That's why you see Paul a viper bites him. And because he's on the road, he doesn't die. But you, you are not doing ministry. Go and step on the juju and let's see. Even if you don't die, you feel something inside you. But me that is coming to preach. When I step on the juju, the juju will be screaming "Ati, ati!" Because I'm valuable. But you are just in the house. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. Please, that time where you pride yourself that I'm a citizen of this nation, it is over. Except you belong to Mr. Ibu's world. They say that, let them share the money in Nigeria. Give everybody's portion to them. Let let us go and blow it. No, we don't share per capita income. It is just on paper. Everyone has thousand dollars in Ghana, but they never give you. To get something, you must... And if you don't work as a citizen of this nation, foreigners will come here. And they would take all the good things in this land and you will sit down and cry. When I travel to Europe and I'm coming, you see most of the people in the plane are foreigners. I ask myself, hey, we are here crying that this place is hard. See foreigners coming, pouring, pouring, pouring. There's something here. But being a citizen is not the reason why you will prosper. It's not an automatic something. You got to do some things. Praise God. Am I talking to somebody here? Are you sure you are here? Tell somebody, be an employee for Christ. That's why I quoted that first Corinthians fifteen fifty eight to you that your labor in the Lord shall not be in vain. You can live a vain life if you are just a son and a daughter. Profit, dear, is from business, and for your life to see profit, you must be in business with the Lord. Today, this is where I will end. But you have to be in ministry. Give Jesus a big clap of praise. Sabadaba Juma. Yesi fa oh why am I Oh,
0: you have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International, locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the Social Welfare Road between the Gulf Olin Station Enver and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Broadcast an audio remote at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org One word. For further information, call 0244177831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7am for the first service, 9.30am for the second service and 11.30am for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6pm for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30am for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany,